Hello. Today you will listen to a recorded interview between John O'Keefe with Oracle Marketing Cloud and myself, Dion Jones. The interview is regarding the challenges and success of the General Services Administration with Edenotics integration of Eloqua Marketing Automation and the Adobe Experience Cloud. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Public Sector Marketing Automation Insights Podcast. How government agencies can reduce cost and increase efficiencies, marketing results and customer experience by leveraging web analytics, marketing automation, and personalization. Advice and tips are provided from over 20 years of experience in digital marketing. And for today's show, here's your host. Hello, I'm John O'Keefe, and welcome to an Oracle Marketing Cloud Public Sector Podcast. Today, we are going to take a look at Eloqua Customer, the General Services Administration. Established in 1949, the GSA is an independent agency of the United States government that helps manage and support the basic functioning of all other federal agencies. The GSA is, needless to say, a major federal organization with close to a $34 billion annual budget. One of the things we're going to get at in these podcasts is how government organizations can benefit from marketing automation, what can easily get confused with non-for-profit government entities is why there would be a need to send marketing messages. But the reality is that if it's the government's role to ultimately serve the people, there still needs to be a mechanism to deliver the right message out to the right person at the right time. And with that, I'd like to turn to today's topic the GSA, the General Services Administration, Eloqua's automation has helped transform Federal Acquisition Services, FAS, the contracting services arm of the General Services Administration by bringing together four separate IT systems, having a positive impact on 50 employees directly and thousands indirectly, saving untold tens of thousands in taxpayer dollars that allows the FAS to access and understand the ongoing needs of each of their close to 1 million contacts. And with that, I'd like to bring in Dion Jones, VP of Consulting and Multi-Solutions Architect at Enotics. They are the lead partner on the General Services Administration Eloqua account. Enotics is a gold level partner with Oracle. And Dion, thanks for joining me today. First, let me thanks, ask you, when did the GSA become an Eloqua customer? And how did Enotics come to be involved? Yeah, so the GSA became an Eloqua customer just before the Oracle acquisition of Eloqua. Uh, I think that's around 2006, 2007 uh, timeframe. And what initially got Enotics involved with the GSA is that Oracle had reached out to Enotics to build an integration with the GSA's webinar platform and to replace an existing integration that Oracle had already put in place. So as part of that effort, we decided to do um, an offer that says, hey, we're offering a beta uh, offer for for the Eloqua customers who had this particular integration or this particular integration need. And the GSA was one of the customers that decided to take us up on a beta offer. Interesting. And now coming into an account like that, obviously they had some time with Eloqua before. What were the initial challenges? And we talked a little bit about that in my intro, but but what did you walk into? Yeah, this is a great question. So initially we were very excited. It's like, great, we get to work with the federal government. We understood, as most of us do, that the federal government has some limitations when it comes to leveraging new technologies, right? They have some 
old systems that might be outdated that they're working very hard to update, but that also poses several challenges in order to update, update these old systems. So what we walked into is we had this, you know, this system that we were very experienced at, Eloqua, and also the webinar platform they were using. We were very experienced at that technology suite that the company, they purchased that from offers. And we noticed that first off, that the systems were set up in a way that we couldn't actually access them. <laughs> I know that sounds, you know, like, what do you mean? Right. Well, because of security protocols in the federal government, not just anyone or even their contractors or consultants can just log in and access those systems. There's a, a lengthy review process and requirements process, and it takes several months. So what we initially noticed is that, oh, we can log in, as they told us. We have to build an integration between these two systems without ever logging into Eloqua and without ever logging into the webinar platform. So that's the first thing we ran into, for sure. Some of the other challenges, though, I can talk about those if you like. Yeah. Um, are, okay. It uh, sounds like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it sounds like you're with the four IT systems. I just, what was that, you know, going into, obviously you have stakeholders in each, you know, there must have been huge challenges getting everyone kind of working together. On the same page? On the same page, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, well, first of all, I guess before we even get into the IT systems, what we were noticing, just the webinar platform itself, what it was doing was conducting and and managing over a thousand trainings a year. And that comes out to what, 85, around 85 trainings a month. I mean, think about that. You know, as we both know, we work in an enterprise space now. What it takes is to put on one webinar a quarter, nevertheless, 85 trainings and webinars every single month. Um, So that was a little daunting at first and thinking, wow, what type of data they need to integrate? What's the security protocol? So we ran into, as you mentioned, other departments saying, hey, we want to make sure this is secure. And because of the federal government, we had to build an integration that was more secure than even what we would have done for a normal company, public uh, traded company, because the government wants an extra layer of security than everyone else normally requires. So that was additional development time, whatnot, to even look at that. As you mentioned, there were several systems that had to be integrated. You know, you have the CRM system that had to talk to Eloqua, which they were already working on that and have that in place. There was the survey system that sent out surveys after training. There was the actual webinar system that, that managed the training itself. You know, right. then you have Eloqua. None of these, except for the CRM system, was talking to anything else. So it was a lot of manual processes that took several weeks, at least two weeks to process uploads of lists into the CRM, putting people back into Eloqua to be, you know, some type of follow-up marketing sent. But because it took them two weeks to do some of these things, they couldn't necessarily send a follow-up marketing campaign timely right. enough. Right. We're scrambling just to kind of to catch up and keep pace. Now, I mean, obviously, there was a commitment at that point to change, which is great. But, you know, obviously, the patience, right, to, 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 to see it through. At what point did you see the light kind of click on, you know, with these guys to say, oh, my God, so this can actually make our jobs a lot easier. Was there a point, uh, sort of the aha moment? Yeah, I think that happened pre-Enotics. I think what happened was they, from my conversations with them, had already tried to use an integration that, you know, Oracle had built one with this webinar platform. It didn't work for the federal government because of all the things I just said earlier. So it was built for a simple integration, but when they deployed it, it wouldn't work and data didn't flow back and forth. It didn't communicate properly through these different APIs and security protocols they had in place. Mm-hmm. So they pretty much, at that point, I, I believe, just lost hope and thought, well, we may have to try to build something themselves. And they went through that route. 
and realized that was taking quite an undertaking and, and resources to even do such a thing with everything else they have on their plates. So I think the light went off before we got involved. However, the light right. went off to really do it once they spoke to us and we were willing to work with them to build this uh, integration literally custom for them. Um, we saw the value in doing that. That's yeah. when they became very committed to it for sure. Right. And so what has the this automation done for them in terms of freeing up time? And we spoke about them barely being able to kind of keep pace and having to not really do everything they wanted to do because things weren't weren't automated. What can they do now, you know, with this this automation, you know, locked in? What does that free them up to do that they couldn't do before? Yeah. And that's a good question. So they yes, you know they have a CRM system in place. So and the was CRM that Salesforce, system, Dan? Yes, that was Salesforce, uh, and it still is. So the CRM system was, I think, inside the government, there are some people who, because they haven't been exposed to marketing automation, they mistakenly think that the CRM can do a lot of amazing things, which it can, right? But it cannot do the things I'm getting ready to tell you about. So right. um, it couldn't solve the problems of, hey, how do we automatically follow up with people when they've registered? How do we automatically follow up with people when they don't register? Now, these things sound simple to some of us who might be, some of the people might be listening to this podcast because like, hey, I work for ABC Incorporated and we do that all the time with our webinar platform. But for the federal government, because of the strictness of their security protocols, their internal processes have to be updated. A lot of things have to change. It's, you know, again, we're talking a thousand webinars, not five or 10 webinars a year like most you know, enterprise companies have. So right. it's, a, it's a lot larger and a lot more risk involved to even change anything for that matter. So what they can do now is a lot of that risk is gone, first of all, just feeling comfortable that the system works properly to the standards and protocols they have. That's, that's a very big value driver. Then they can actually automatically follow up with people when they register or not register. And then the most important part that I think is important to explain is once someone completes the webinar, the government is able to issue what they call a, a, a certificate for them attending this training to right. further prove within their requirements and processes that XYZ partner or, or contractor has attended this training. We know that they now are certified or educated on what they need to do for this process that they were training them for in the first place. That was all handled manually that now is handled automatically, again, saving them hundreds of hours of time per month. And then they also are able to reduce their, their IT ticket requests by over 70%, which wow. is unbelievable. Right. Can you imagine that? So it sounds like they were just dealing with all kinds of problems all the time. Uh, yes. Connecting things. And that was probably eating up who knows how much of their kind of work time. Um, exactly. Yeah. So with, a, you know, obviously, you know, to, to kind of reset for people, right, the, the, the federal execution services, this is the contracting arm. So basically the GSA is offering these contracting services to other government agencies you know, they're getting certificates on their ability to use the technology. Now, when you talk about Eloqua, you talk about customer profiles, that was something I'm sure they must have benefited from, right? The, the follow-up aspect, once people had done trainings, once they had gotten their certificates, the ability to, to kind of follow up with them to understand where they're at and, and to understand kind of the, their market going forward. How has the, the profiling benefited them, you know, kind of the back end of Eloqua? Yeah, it's actually a very exciting conversation we have with them on an ongoing basis on uh, what they can see and do now that they could not do before. So it's benefited them. One of the ways is they clearly see who is attending, who is not attending the webinars. That was very important 
And they clearly know if you've if you attended it, they need to action it with a follow-up step, not just, hey, here's the webinar link. But because they're giving certifications of attendance and whatnot to people, that data flows into Salesforce automatically where, again, that was a two-week-plus process to do that manually. Right. And that was creating also a lot of bad customer experience, meaning people were not getting their certificates in time. So they end up opening a support ticket saying, hey, where's my certificate? And that was generating thousands of support ticket requests a month. So having that reduced by 70% is a huge thing for them. Then knowing um, who's interested in their website, like what happens now is they're able to run different profile um, um, rules in Eloqua to see who's visited the site so they can score them higher. So their customer support team can look at the prospects they might be talking to to see how engaged they are and also increase their ability to reach out to the customer better. So there's a better customer engagement and customer experience and outreach efforts because of relevancy of knowing what's going on, what they're, what they're really interested in. It sounds like, again, we're, we're a little, I would say, taking these things for granted when we're in the B2B space, but for the government, these are huge wins. And, and if they ever, if Oracle ever created a, a government category, I think this is marquee level award-winning you know, results they're getting for sure. No, yeah, it's interesting. And I mean, I think, you know, we pitched this at the beginning with government obviously offering a lot of services to the public, and, you know, services in the GSA's case, right, is the services to other agencies so they can offer their services to the public. What is the example, Dion, tell us about the value Eloqua being able to solve some challenges in the public sector. Give us his thoughts on that and, and where you could see this area growing. It's based off the premise that I mentioned a little bit of this earlier, is that we all as, you know, U.S. citizens and probably other governments around the world, but as far as the U.S. government goes, we realize that the federal government has a lot of older systems, outdated systems that do not, just like the GSA situation, they do not communicate with each other. And if they do, it's a manual process to execute some of these communications. So having Eloqua in play allows us to put a system in place that allows the government, I should say, save many hundreds of hours spent managing these systems, manually syncing data back and forth. And so when you properly have the Eloqua system or in, in integration put in place to communicate with other systems like the CRM or the webinar platforms or other third-party data sources, you really free up a lot of government employees' time. You also say one of the most important things that government agencies want to be measured by is, can we be more efficient and also save taxpayer dollars? And with Eloqua, we can say a definite yes. Yeah, I think that's interesting. John O'Keefe here with, with Deion Jones of Enotics. You hit an interesting point there, right? You don't talk about the public sector, you know, with like a revenue metric, but it sounds to me, at least from the GSA perspective, you do have that metric, right? In, in terms of uh, the savings. Did, did you see a strong focus of the GSA on, on taxpayer dollars? How, how important is that to them? I think it's a good message for people to understand how important is that metric for them and how does that sort of kind of equate to, to the typical you know revenue metric you see in the, the private sector yeah it's very important it's something they're measured against internally it's something that they they track as a key performance indicator and as you mentioned it's not necessarily about revenue for them you know at all in most cases it really is about being more efficient um, there is some level of scrutiny or review with how well the government can perform and execute their, their duties and saving taxpayer dollars, cutting costs where possible, and also still get the same th throughput is, is a huge metric that they're measured by. 
Interesting. Yeah, it's something really transferable, I think, probably to some other government organizations as well. Well, Dion, thanks for joining us. A couple things I'd like to update on. Uh, you know, our Fed ramp is a big topic in, in the public sector now. We're happy to report that, you know, Eloqua is on its way to Fed ramp and actually uh, impact level four certification, making a move currently to Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, which is already. FedRAMP at that point, once it moves over, will be clear to, to get that FedRAMP and Impact Level 4 certification. Dion, thanks for joining us. Um, appreciate it. We'll do more of these guys. And, and thanks for joining us. Uh, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Thank you. That's it for this episode. If you want more information about Enotics and our marketing automation integrations, go to enotics.com. That's enotics.com, spelled E-N-A-U-T-I-C-S.com. Also, if you'd like to suggest a topic or a challenge you're facing with public sector marketing automation, email it to questions at enotics.com, and we will answer it in the next podcast. Thank you for listening, and tune in next time. We appreciate you joining us for this session of Public Sector Marketing Automation Insights. Be sure to review and subscribe to this podcast. Visit enotics.com for more resources based on today's topic.